Hey, this is Shamina. This is the Two Quick Things podcast. I want to spend this episode talking about what life has been like post my Tachi retreat from almost exactly one year ago today. So it was a several day event, but this is the this would have been the one year anniversary of the first day that I was there. So I want to spend some time sharing with you about five lessons, uh, moments of gratitude that I experienced since that um, event about a year ago. So the first one, and I don't know that I learned this, but I was affirmed with this of reminding myself that I am enough. Um, My quirkiness, my humor, the way that I approach conversations and listening, the way that that I choose to show up in the world is enough. And I think there were parts of me that knew that I was enough, but to have experienced and developed relationships since then that just affirmed that. Because I think especially as black women, or you can say as a woman of color, we are often in spaces where we're looking to be affirmed. And this was one of those spaces that, you know, looking a year back, I, I felt affirmed. I, how I showed up and who I was and the realness that I had with myself was affirmed in that space. And I didn't, I don't know that I knew it at that moment, but looking at the last 12 months, it makes sense. I was affirmed. I felt like I, I found my footing in where I was at that point in my life and the relationships and the conversations that I've either been exposed to or engaged in have been affirming for me. So that was point one. Point two, each of us had experienced either the first or the second Maitachi retreat. I wasn't at the first one, but I was certainly at the second one because I, so I can only imagine each of us is designed to do something different and bring something different to the table or to the conversation. And that doesn't mean it has to be something flashy or something um, big and bold that people are, are going to see and it's on some larger platform. But each of us were designed and curated to be in that space for a reason. I almost see it as a mix of finding my footing in a new field, um, which is human resources, which I think I was maybe three months into at that time at a new organization in a world that was very different than what I was used to in education and also pressing being pressed into or having it pressed into me that I am the the magic mindset. Um, And I don't often speak in terms of like my mindset, but I remember my league talking about that and other people talking about like, I am the magic that comes to the position that I'm in, the people that I have exposure to and have influence over. And I say influence big capital I or small I, but that each of us is designed to bring something to the table. And when we have the space and really choose to be real with ourselves. We can say authentic, but be real with ourselves that this is who I am and this is what I bring, that nobody can do what we do. I know my league talks a lot about like, I bring the magic to whatever, like somebody can have my blueprint, but if they, if they're not me, then they're not going to bring the sauce, the magic, the spice, the flavor to whatever we're doing. So I think about this in terms of like the work that I do in human resources. There are some conversations only I can have. And that doesn't make me better or worse than anyone, but that means 
that I know that sometimes people will hear things from me specifically that they can absorb. And some of that is based on my history of conversation and follow through. That is based on being consistent. That is based on me presenting things and it working for other people. Does everything work? As I usually say, no, everything doesn't work. But if I continually show up as myself, I'm the magic. I'm the special sauce to that chicken sandwich. So that's thing number two that I learned from that. And and I'll say learn, but also maybe enhanced. Um, and I knew because I knew that people bring different things, but I just I needed to be in an environment where I could show up as myself without all of the pressures of like, what does this look like? What does this sound like? Am I saying it, quote unquote, right? Um, point number three, I from that experience, I found a confidence in my professional work that I was looking for. Now, when I went to the retreat, like I said, I was about three months into a new career and a new organization, and I found my confidence in that because I was hearing people talk on and off about both that experience and beyond about the difficulty in hiring and managing people, and I was like... I find myself in this space in the human resources world where it's similar parts frustrating because it's human. Every person is different and individual. So it's going to be frustrating to try to find a match and a way to communicate with people so that they can hear you and be responsive to hopefully what you need. But it's also sexy for if I'm going to use that word. And I love it. I love the work that HR um, affords me the opportunity to engage in. I feel like it's part of my ministry, the coaching piece. Um, it's what it's what I am. It's not necessarily who I am, but I know that I am good at that. And so it's really pushed me to to be confident in how I'm showing up to tables, how I'm showing up to conversations that are specifically related to employee engagement, people meeting or not meeting expectations because I have a confidence in that. And I know, like I said, I'm the only one who can have that conversation in whatever setting that I'm in. And I'm grateful that God has positioned me, put me in a position to be influential and people to look for that in somebody else and to be able to hold people accountable. So I found that confidence in myself from being exposed to these black women who were phenomenal in every capacity of the word and finding my own phenomenal self in that. Point number four, I know there was a conversation during the retreat and it's been mentioned a few times in Instagram posts or Facebook, uh, this concept around accelerated collisions. And when I say those are so real and I didn't realize that until probably the last day of the retreat and then since then, um, so the next 364, 365 days. Um, and I say that the accelerated collisions, not in a business exchange sense, although that's fine. Um, of course, people are looking for that kind of connection, but that wasn't what I was, um, what I gained from that, um, but in the genuine connection way of other black women. So I will shout out Joy and Teresa as being part of my crew where the accelerated collisions made sense. I remember that, was it the second morning or the third morning? I can't recall. It was when um, Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts had us all out there on the beach um, in uh, Oh Dark 30 in our all white to receive a word. And there was a word around accelerated collisions. And that's for me when I found my crew and my people at that experience. So 
I am, first of all, I'm not going, I'm not going to choke up because I did that the last time I talked about the retreat. Um, but I cannot remember a life that was before them in terms of meaningful black women, um, non-familial relationships. Um, we check in with each other. We support each other. We remember, um, that we love each other. We cry together. We listen, we hold each other accountable. And there's only, this, that, that kind of experience can only happen with people that you feel like a divine connection with. Uh, you feel like these people are put in my life for a reason and I'm not sure what life would look like without them. And I'm so glad and so grateful that they're in my life. Um, I, ha I would say I have no words to express the gratefulness that I have for these two women. Um, but here I am saying all these words. So I certainly have words, um, but I can also name several other people who I can smooth. I, I say it sometimes I like gangster myself into somebody's like FaceTime. So if I don't hear from someone for a while, I'll slide into a DM and I might even just like FaceTime out of nowhere just to let you know that sis, I'm thinking about you. And if you don't call me back now, let's at least exchange some texts so that I know that you know that you have somebody who's thinking about you and we don't have a have, have to have a deep conversation about something, but sometimes it's knowing that somebody else is thinking about you in whatever capacity and just being like, Hey sis, how are you coping? How are you doing? Like I'm thinking about you and I'm invested in rooting for your rise. So I'm so grateful. Sometimes there's no questions asked. There may not even be a call back, but there's a text that's like, hey, sis, I'm struggling or whatever. And I'm so appreciative to be able to have women in my in my atmosphere, in my space to be able to do that. And like I said, like it's those accelerated co collisions that have made that possible. Um, my league was a part of uh, creating that space for so many of us when we didn't even know. So there's certainly a curation of people in a space that either similar or different. And it was just divine for lack of a better term. And finally, I want to say thank you to my league a year out from this experience, two years out from when I first got the notification that I was able to attend. And here's the payment plan because assistant needs payments. Um, I want to thank my league for seeing black women and making us a priority point blank period. Um, I'm not one for publicly being seen or publicly thanking people or making a large space or curating anything. My Instagram sometimes is a little bit like, what are you posting, sis? Whatever. Um, but thank you for seeing us and for seeing all of us in our extrovertedness, in our introvertedness. It has been such a blessing to have been curated into a space for whatever you saw in each of our applications to apply that you saw a need to have us in that space. Um, you curated the hell out of that experience, sis, my league. Thank you. Um, and for that, I will forever be grateful and express my gratitude very deeply that you didn't have to do it and you chose to do it. And you continue to choose to elevate, oh Lord, elevate the voices of black women in a way that allows us to be seen on a big and a small stage. I said I wasn't going to do this. I said I wasn't going to do this. And, but here we are. Um, but I thank you. 
And I think all of the women for showing up in a way that was the most representative and authentic to each of them that they could at that time. And for the connections that have been made, either I've made the connection with someone or someone has made a connection with someone else. Um, that was ordained. That was a... Um, uh, God putting us in the room of the people that we needed to be in contact with and connection with um, at that time. And there is there will be no other space where we can connect on that level. And there's only gratitude that I can have for that. So I am forever thankful and grateful for being in that particular space. Whew. Okay. Oh, that was a little bit more... Um, it felt preachy, but hello. Sometimes you have a word. A uh, good thing I didn't take a text from that. So there's there's that that I saved us all from. Um, I want to give a few shouts out to my mom is the first one that I'm going to give a shout out to. Um, I recently had my nephew, one of my nephews, my beloved booze, um, to help my mom slash my nephew's grandma to sign up for Google Duo, which is a video conferencing software. And I, when I tell you my mom was so excited, almost as excited as I was to see her face because she knows how to call. She knows how to text, but the, the, um, the video call was a new thing for her because she has an Android, so she can't necessarily do FaceTime. And trying to get her to like walk her through how to sign up for Google Duo was a headache that I didn't want to have. And to be able to see her face and to see how excited that she was and to walk her through how to like, mom, I don't just want to see your eyebrows and your eyes, like put the phone down. If you can see your whole face, I can see your whole face um, kind of conversation. It has been glorious. So shout out to Google for making that happen and to the Lord for giving my mom the spirit of she always says Rome wasn't built in a day and you can't teach an old dog new tricks but she learned this trick so I'm so happy to be able to see her and now she's just waiting for everybody to get Google Duo so that they can see her face to face so that's my first shout out the second one is to uh, first of all, CBS All Access, which I'm here for. So it's an app. CBS, I never used to watch CBS, but then they had a, first of all, they do a 30-day free trial. Um, and 30 days is a really long time to have a free trial. So shout out to them for having a free trial that damn long. So I want to shout out to them. And then I've been watching a show called All Rise. Like think of um, a courtroom drama. But it's starring a black woman and it is really, really good. Um, it is not super heavy as in like, oh, I feel drained when I watch it. But it is um, just good quality, somewhat lightweight content that you can follow along. You don't have to watch every episode. And the lead black woman character's name is in real life is Simone Missick. On the show, she is... Uh, judge uh lola carmichael and it's just a good show like i said you don't have to watch the whole thing it's one season so far on cbs all access again they have a uh 30 day free subscription so that's the plug watch the 30 day free subscription because i also i think i've talked about um the show the good fight uh also you can watch that whole thing it is bingeable within 30 days both shows uh, All Rise has 
20 episodes and the good fight has three seasons and three episodes in the fourth season all doable within 30 days so if you don't have the money the 5.99 or 4.99 to spend a month get the 30-day retrial put it in your phone for day 29 to cancel that bad boy from your credit card so you don't pick up the payment and then watch all that you can binge all that you can but so many show um apps and channels do like a seven day trial and i'm like what am i gonna learn from seven days so here's the plug 30 full days of free access to a bunch of different shows so go out there check it out um so those are the few things that i wanted to share with you and give you a shout out for or give a shout out to them for that. So thank you so much for listening. You can find the podcast on Instagram in terms of social media under two quick things. If you listen to the show, you already know how to get it. Um, feel free to subscribe rate. If you choose, like I always say, if you're not going to follow or subscribe or rate, I'm still going to do the show anyway, sis or bruh. So there's that. You can listen to the show on Apple podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud. Um, and feel free to slide in my DMs, write me a review, send me a message or anything like that, or comment on the post when I post this. And I will look forward to seeing y'all or seeing y'all. This is the internet. This is just voice. I will look forward to hearing from y'all and talking to y'all next week. Alrighty. Take care. Bye. Bye.